up, everyone? Welcome. Episode 20, Meet the Press podcast with my friend, Jared McDonald. My friend, how are you today? I'm not bad, man. Just got back from work all day. I feel like every time we start recording this, I have to like pose for the camera for like five seconds as it starts up because this one time I wasn't in my it, the thumbnail image that went out on Facebook. For no, it, man. My it was eye, <laughs> yeah. Was it like your yeah. mom, or your aunt or something? Saw it, it was my mom. Like, yeah. yeah. Your mom was like, is this kid okay? Like, what's wrong with him? Yeah, it was. I think literally like you sent it to me at the exact time that I saw it. And then um, she sent it to me like right after. And I was like, mm, yeah, that's, that's one we may not share as much. <laughs> Are but, you kidding, man? I thought that would have been a great teaser. Draw people in. Like, what is this crazy guy talking about? I mean, it probably works. I mean, it probably doubles our usual count of, I mean, I told you before, I think me and, and your mom are, are are your biggest fans because we liked one of your stories you posted the other day. Man, I had a couple people today tell me that they listened to the podcast just out of nowhere. Um, That's a super them, cool what, feeling, isn't it? It is. It is. Yeah. One of them was my boy, John Duncan. Um, he does the Blazer Victory podcast down in Birmingham, sent me a picture of Cookout and said I had to go after listening to, to the podcast. And I was like, man, makes You're me all, I'm, I'm always searching for that like similar experience doesn't hold up but yeah who else who, who else has, has said something to you uh someone that works in western's athletic department um, oh i ran nice. i ran into him in in my apartment co- apartment complex parking lot that was a surprisingly difficult uh, arrangement of words but uh yeah. yeah just after i got back from work before we started recording this saw up talked to him for a while and yeah it is a good cool now. it's okay so how is it different from somebody saying they read your story because I know it feels different to me too than somebody saying they read my story. Uh, it definitely feels different just because, you know, this is our thing. Like this is us. Right. This, I feel like this it, takes this, a little bit more effort on their part. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. It, it's not, it doesn't have the following that the daily news has because you know, the daily right. news has been around since what, the 1800s or so. So, yeah. And we've it, been around it, that is the like the news organization in Bowling Green. So people episodes. know it already. Yeah. I, I was going into something that's already established there. We're establishing this. Yeah. It's still We're it's still cool. Laying the foundation. Because like you said, like it's ours. Like it's like when I was in Hoptown or when I was in Owensboro, they're like, Oh, I read your stuff. And they're like, Oh, okay. Like I was in the Kentucky Air. Like, like you said. The, it was the oldest running business in it is the oldest running business in Hopkinsville. Of course you read it. Here, hey, I, I listen to Meet the Press. I'm like, you listen to me and my weird friend talk about stuff for a half hour on your Sunday night when you could have spent it with your family? Like, what the hell's the matter with you? And the best <laughs> like, part is like this time of year, there's not that much going on sports-wise. So it's right. like we've just been bringing up random, random stuff these last few weeks. And and you people eat it up. Oh my gosh, it's so easy. That's why everybody makes podcasts nowadays. But I don't know if I'd say it's easy. But, but still. not everyone has guests like our friend Josh Moore, who we had on the most recent episode of Meet the Press that came out earlier this week. Where where could they find that, Jerry? They can find that anywhere you can find a podcast. You know, you got Apple, you got Spotify. I'd say those are the big two. <laughs> those are the big jo- Yeah. Josh Josh tells me he listens on something else. I've never even heard of this thing before, but you know, the Meet the Press podcast is on it apparently. Um 
yeah, so anywhere you get your podcast, and I would definitely recommend going back and listening to that episode with Josh, um, former UK football writer and prep sports writer for the Herald Leader in Lexington. Um, he told a great story about Tito's and lemonade and making a potted meat sandwich on the beach. I almost texted him about it because somebody, I saw a post about potted meat and they were like, you don't know the struggle. And I was like, man, I've ate some, I've ate some struggle meat before, but, but I have a question. Like the way that it looked, my question is, is it cooked? Like, do I have to cook it or is it supposed to be that super light? It's kind of like, it's kind of like a poor man's pate. I feel like. I've got to be honest. I pate? never had it. I've never had it. I've never had like spam or anything. Tartar, tartar, a tar, a poor man's tartar. Ooh, sorry, sorry guys. I'm, I'm more cultured than that. I'm sorry. Yeah. No. Uh. I don't know. I've never had it. I never. Never want to. My cheap, my cheap meal is usually. I did a lot of ramen through college and have a last job uh, back in Maysville. Um. You know, I like those. I like the Dollar Tree man. The Dollar Tree is underrated. Like, yeah, I've, I mean, I've done those struggle meals in, in college, like, and, and as a sports writer, I've done those struggle meals, struggle meals a lot. I'll still do them every now and again. It's something, it's like, um, you basically just take things that you think go together. Yeah. Like that's kind of it. Like you, like two things that you like, you're like, oh, okay. Like I like these things separately. And then you bind them together with you know usually cheese or bread and then it usually works yeah no i don't use recipes really when i cook i don't bake much i would use it for that just because it's very i have baked a lot this week or i I mean i i say a lot i baked one thing but i sent you and people multiple snaps of that no but i i I watched a lot of cooking shows for a while i watched a lot of yes a lot of diners drive-ins and dives and Guys, grocery games, big guy Fieri fan. If he ever wants to come on the podcast, he certainly could. Do you watch like cooking, like TV shows and movies? Yeah, yeah, so, uh, like, yeah, yeah. I actually just watched The Bear on Hulu. The Bear's so good. great because yeah, Bear's great. I read, I literally saw a headline. I think right, like right before I I walked in here into my office about how it's basically how it actually is for a kitchen staff, like how that environment is and i have i have a cousin who is a chef um in south carolina my uncle manages a a restaurant outside of memphis and like they say i mean that's the that's that environment and yeah the bear i feel like but i like that main guy what's his face but yeah i Uh, thought the bear was super good lip lip Lip. his name is i don't don't know his actual yeah i don't know like yeah have you ever worked in a restaurant I worked at a Panera. <laughs> I, I, I wouldn't count that. Does that count? I, what? That wouldn't I, count? I, mate, it's, it's not the same. The That's food hard. industry. What did you do? Did you put it in a microwave? No, but I worked at the front. I worked at the front one time. That was my first job. The local my, brother, my brother waits tables in the Hamptons sometimes. Really? Mm-hmm. He'd probably so, get more of the experience than I got because it was not like my experience at a restaurant. I worked. I bust tables the summer after I graduated high school at a restaurant in my hometown it was at a location where restaurants went to die um, how big was your hometown have we talked about this how like how many people uh, would you say live there like right now a few thousand maybe i graduated oh, wow. with that like many 50 okay. kids 
Okay. I mean, it's See, one like, stoplight town. They didn't have a, any fast food. Well, I guess they had Subway, but it was like located in the back of a convenience store. See, like my hometown has nothing. But what like did you have close by? Like, there's a McDonald's like 25 minutes away, probably. Yeah. That's probably the closest. We have no stoplights. But anyway, the bear. Yeah, go go. For yeah, it. no, it was good. Go, no, it, it did not remind me. What was it, your what it, was the restaurant called? Moe's Roadside Eatery. It took me a second to think of it. I was bussing tables, but you know, in that show, that show is it's like basically the premise is this very famous, you know, up and coming chef. He's working at the best restaurants in the world. Goes back to back home to Chicago. Um, his brother had committed suicide, and um, he had owned a restaurant and the younger brother goes and takes it over and tries to, you know, bail out the struggling restaurant and, and fix it back up. The also, difference was it, that was, they still had customers coming in. The one I worked at, nobody went to. Also, so it had I didn't Maddie have any Matheson. tables to bus. You know who Maddie Matheson is? No. So Maddie Matheson, so Maddie Matheson is like, was like their fix it guy that had all the tattoos Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's a real chef. Like so, like Maddie, Maddie Matson is like a professional like chef. Like he's got restaurants in like Canada, and he's got shows on YouTube and all kinds of stuff. I did not really know good. that at all. Yeah, it's really he, like he's awesome. Yeah, and he's like I'll, the one guy I'll that doesn't cook in that show. show. Yeah, he's the one guy that doesn't cook in that show. That's why I thought that was super I, funny. I wish yeah, I knew I'll that now going in. I'll send you some of his stuff now. Yeah, he's but great. No, that that show was that show was really good, man. I watched it all in like a single. Have you ever day. seen? It's super um, easy to watch. Have you ever seen Burn with Burn. Bradley Cooper? No, is that a movie That's or a show? It's a movie. It's got Bradley Cooper. You know the answer. Um, oh yeah, that's true. I don't watch movies. But you say lip. So does that mean? So you watch Shameless? I did. Yeah, I watched Shameless. Did you like it? Do you remember that episode of this podcast where we talked about bacon and how I felt about bacon? Yes, I vaguely remember it. And I feel pretty much the same way about Shameless. Like, it's good. I enjoy it. I think it's a little bit overhyped. Okay. Okay. It's, could... It was still good. I watched it all. Like, every time a new season would come out on um, Netflix, because I didn't have whatever... Was it yeah. Showtime? I didn't have Showtime? that. So when I think it was Showtime. Yeah. When it came out on Netflix, the newer seasons, I would watch those. And you know, it was it was fine. I, I I feel like being from Illinois and having friends from the Chicagoland area, I, I feel like I saw it from more of that aspect in that and like my aunt lived in Chicago, like all like my growing up time. So, like, when they talk, like, Lakeshore Drive, like, my aunt lived on Lakeshore Drive. And so, like, I remember those parts of Chicago. And uh, so that's why, like, I like the show, just because I like seeing that side of, like, oh, I knew people from there, that kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah, I don't really. I guess I kind of feel that way when I watch stuff based in, uh, you know, like, Boston area, because I went to school up that way. Uh, like, have you ever seen the movie The Town? Of course I've seen the movie The Town. Yeah. Every time I watched it, I was like, yeah, yeah, that's that's how I live there. 
and then but i i was in a really rich suburb so it was like total opposite of that like private you know liberal arts school small school and i think it was voted like the safest neighborhood in america on multiple occasions so it was not, but still, I. I so like, you weren't we really in the, the part of the town that, <laughs> no, the, that the town no. is about. Didn't go south, even on the high down. No. No. What about like. Um, uh, Goodwill Hunting? Like, is yeah, that another one for you? What are you getting? Stop it. Are you, are you serious? Yeah, never seen it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't watch many movies, man. You have to watch it. Like, tonight. You have to watch Good Will Hunting. Jerry. Probably will. Dude, you have to watch Good Will Hunting because it's a great-ass movie, number one. And number two... It's you You just said something to the town. It's literally got, like, almost, like, the same people that are in that. Ben Affleck. I think that may be it. But like that's enough. His best friend, um, you know, his best friend, Matt Damon. Oh, yeah, yeah. I probably won't watch it though. But I'm just being real, dude. It's got Robin Williams. Like seriously, it's got Robin Williams in it. Would it make you feel better if I said I would watch it and then I lied to you and didn't watch it? Maybe at this point. I can like spark notes it or something. Did you ever use that in school? Yes, I use that in school. You're not teaching anymore. You can, you can, you can say. Yes, of course I use that in school. <laughs> yeah, I was an English teacher in school or at a school, whatever. But yeah, of course I did. Um, man, that's weird that you've never seen Goodwill Hunting. I'm kind of, I'm kind of honestly surprised. Yeah, it is what it is. But like the bear, like I, you know how we talked about Hustle on the podcast before the new Adam Sandler movie on Netflix. Right. Yes. Like basketball, super fast paced, and I loved the way that they cut that. So it was like really quick. It's not like a high school musical, yeah, which I also I, haven't I, seen. I, but I, I know there's like a basketball scene in there or something. I also have it's not seen not High like School that. Musical, but but like or most sports movies, it's not like it, it's the quick cuts, and that's like how it was in the in the Bear. When right, the right. But honestly, one of my favorite episodes on that, there were no cuts at all. Did you catch that? Uh, I, I think it was the seventh episode. It was like the shortest one. It was like 20 minutes, but they did it in a single take. I think like so. They, they, they yeah. recorded multiple takes, but it was like a single shot. No right. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that's super impressive to me. I think, I, I don't know. I think knowing now, it's funny you said that because being a visual person, like a person now that like I taught a video editing class, like, I've done design, those kind of things. Like whenever you see those commercials for the new iPhone and it's like jumping out of a plane or it's got like you running with the bulls and it's like all of this was shot on an iPhone four. And it's like, holy shit. Like, like, like those are things that like me as a visual person, I'm like, I like, that's a crazy thing. Um, But I think you would like bear for that exact same reason in that, like it has those quick cuts like it has the, um, I'm trying to give a, of a chefy thing, like putting the um, the micro greens with a tweezer on top of something, like yeah. that kind of look. Um, also, it's got Bradley Cooper. It, it, 
Oh, oh, you burn, mean burn, burn, burn. Yeah, burn. Yeah, I, burn. Say, I did, I did like, I did like the bear. It made yeah. me want to cook. It made me want to cook, though. That's when I texted. Oh man, I cooked so much this like, week. Man, that's when I texted you. I was like, "Hey, man, you want to open a food truck?" What's your like, favorite you thing you cooked this week? What's your favorite? What's oh, your favorite no, thing you I, made this week? I didn't say I have cooked this week. Oh, I said it made. You me. said it made me want to cook. <laughs> it made me want to cook. Okay. That's no, I, uh, hot dogs. I've I've been wanting those Nathan's famous ever since the Fourth of July. Let's be honest. Had a lot of hot dogs. <laughs> <laughs> I actually cooked a lot this week. I baked this week too. Made some desserts. They were delicious. Yeah, so I'm down for the food truck, man. Yeah, we were, we were throwing around some ideas. If anybody wants to invest in a food truck business, yeah, man, reach us out know. to us. Or you want to sponsor this? Or you want to sponsor us? Like, yeah, I'll. If you, have a, if you have a great local business, yeah. Are you a Are you a barbecue shop owner? A barbecue have, shop owner? I, it came out weird. <laughs> Are you? But they know. Do you or your loved ones have enough life insurance coverage? No, but it, like because real, we can't provide it. If you were a local business and say you sold like things to keep your cans of beer cold or something, and or hats. Like, we obviously yeah, like hats. Yeah, we'll just wear them if you give us free stuff. Yeah, we and we'll no mention shame. you all the time. No, I'll sell myself. I don't care. I'm not worth much. So, yeah, I think we just lost all interest. Tenor, tenor is perfect. Have you watched any of the uh, the uh, NBA Summer League, or are you pretty much strictly? Uh, I I have watched the. Um, this is gonna be good. I have watched as much. I've watched less summer league than Shadon Sharp has played. That's, That's how impressive. much summer league I know, right? I watched a little bit of Chet the other night, and then I changed it, and then he got dunked on by Eric Holman, and that's it. That's the Owens Owensboro kid, right? Owensboro kid, yeah, Red Devil, yeah. No, uh, the thing that stuck out to me, man, I feel bad. I feel like we're just crapping all over Chet at this point. Was uh, the other night, La Tech, former La Tech uh, player, Kenneth Lofton Jr. He's a bigger kid. You know, a lot of people just see him and be like, no, this oh, kid yeah. can't move. But I've watched him you know, probably somewhere one. between five and ten times in person. He he is very agile. He's very smooth with what he does. He's a fun player to watch, man. Um, you know, the once or twice I've passed him in the hall, he seems like a nice kid. Uh, there was a that's kid just from a very limited experience. There was a kid from middle that kind of reminds me of that. I forgot what his name was. But he was like maybe six two, six one. Like, I mean, the the definition of swole. And the dude, um, Gibby, Giddy, give him some. I don't remember. But like, the the equivalent of like a fullback on a basketball court. Like whenever you like that is your picture. Yeah, but yeah, no, no I have you, not watched the summer league. Okay, having not watched the summer league. Nope. I don't know how much college basketball you watched this year, but kind of one of the debates amount. I've seen is, you know, is Chet going to pan out in the NBA or is he too small? What, do you think he will? I saw um, a gif the other day, a gif the other day of um, – it was like when Chet takes a charge and it was like a train hitting something and the thing like flying away. Um I mean, I think he's going to be fine. I mean, he's 700 feet tall. Um, 
He played at Gonzaga. Obviously, they didn't win a ship, which is obviously the goal, but he played pretty well. Um, I think he's going to, he has to get bigger. He's not going to get any smaller. So, I mean, if you're happy with what you have right now, obviously you draft him, what, he went number two? Is that right? Uh, two or three. I don't remember. Two or three. Because um, Paolo went uh, number one. Yeah, right? Paolo went number one. To the Magic. Yeah, which I'm, which I'm awesome with. I, I, I think Paolo's great. But if you're happy with where Chet is now, obviously this isn't where you want his ceiling to be. But you're going to be happy down the road. I, I, don't, I don't think he gets worse. I think he's. I mean, I kind of wish he'd stop talking, but other than that, I'm cool with him. Yeah, no, I think he's got a good skill set. I mean, it's summer league. It. I it's think, like spring. It's like I take it kind of like spring football. It's a great opportunity for guys to maybe you know get some eyes on them if they play well. But it's not the end all be all of who's going to be the so guy. We have heard coaches say Jamarian Sharp is going to play in the NBA. Yeah. Do you think that this is kind of a Jamarian wants Chet to? run the damn house like he wants him to win rookie of the year he wants him to go all out because i feel like jamarian's a super tall dude he's a super skinny dude um i think chet is better than jamarian i'll say that for the record um do i think jamarian is anywhere near his ceiling no but i think seeing chet not do terrible at that level against those kind of guys that jamarian's going to be banging around with in what two years something like that I think this is going to be kind of a good test because this is going to tell Jamarian where he needs to go. Because obviously there aren't a lot of dudes you can compare yourself to in the NBA when you're seven foot, however the heck tall he is. Seven so, five, Jamarian. Seven five. I'm so, yeah. I almost said he was seven three. I and You would have cheated him two inches. I would have cheated him and I would have felt bad. Because he's um, every bit of seven five. Oh, man. I remember I saw him in the parking lot in high school and <laughs> – I was like, you 7'3 yet? He goes, no, I'm still 7'2. And I was like, dang. <laughs> like, shucks, we just missed it. Um, the number of times uh, after games last year, uh, I'd be waiting to talk to him. It happened more so on the road because it was just me there usually covering the games. Um, and I'd be like in some back hallway or tunnel or something, and he'd be walking over. He'd have to stop like once or twice at least, like after every game to take a picture with somebody. Um, right, because you know you like to see the the tall guy and the short. Oh yeah, difference, yeah. and he always did it. And I, like, I'll give him a lot of credit for that. I mean, if I, I would imagine it would get a little bit annoying, but I mean, he's like a really nice kid. I I've seen, I, I know I've talked about this with other people before. I, I've been at away games and seen Hoptown, and because he would go to a lot of games as a fan, all, like for soccer and stuff. I remember seeing him on the field after games and stuff. I remember one he was like wearing a blanket. And um, the blanket, like he just wore it like straight up, and then like it went like just above his feet, like just as he walked, and it looked like he was floating across the field as he walked, and it was super creepy. Um, yeah, I think I don't know. I just hope that I hope it works for Jamario or for Chet for everybody. It's just. For Jamar, for just Jamar, in general, I, I just, just hope life works. I out. hope every, <laughs> I hope everybody has a good time. 
Um, no, like you said, like I've seen people look at him like he's a freak before. And I know that's got to suck. Like have people look at you like, oh my gosh. And I have to admit, even whenever I don't see him for a long period of time and I see him again, it's still jarring. Like I've seen him too many times to count. You still see him that tall. It's still jarring. Um, well, I mean, I'm not like the shortest guy, but I'm definitely not the tallest guy. And I spend most of my... That's true. You are neither of those things. Yeah. Yeah. I'm very average, I would say. Yeah. Uh, but I spend most of my time working with these very big athletes, you know, Division One football and basketball players. So it doesn't matter. Whoever I'm standing up next to, I'm probably going to be smaller than. And that's fine. Who's the... Like, who's a person that you met, interviewed, whatever, that, like, made you feel small? Not, like with their presence like with their voice whatever but like just i guess presence like physically made not you that they really hurt my feelings <laughs> who, who you cry at the end of the night who just really just put you down no like who have you met that like holy smokes that's a big dude you know that's that's tough to say um i, I met walter mccarty at a at a john a logan game once oh. Yeah, uh, former Evansville head coach. Yeah, former Evansville head coach. Yeah, that, that didn't end well. Dumpster fire. Um, That's an episode for another day. We don't have the time. But anyway, you met him. Yeah, he he made me feel small. Like I, I shook his hand. I got little hands anyway, and I shook his hand. Whew, that was a tough Oh, one. yeah. Yeah, no. Uh, I definitely know that feeling. Yeah. Um, so that's why I like, I, li- I like the shaking hands. It's a nice ritual. But it like, is also yeah. COVID when we went to the fist bump. I didn't really have to deal with that as much. But then right. yeah, when yeah, we yeah. started transitioning back, I always ended up like I didn't know people would grab my fist. I would grab their fist. Uh, it was just super awkward. Some, some yeah. guy would give me an elbow. I didn't know what we were doing. Yeah, but yeah. In terms of someone making me feel small, um, in, in stature, not belittling me, uh, I'd probably have to. Other than other than uh, <laughs> Bobby Knight. Oh no, that wasn't you. Never mind. Never mind. No, that wasn't me. Okay. But that sounds like a good story. Oh my um, gosh, it's gonna no, be. No, I would probably go back to one of my recent interviews, George Bant. Um very nice oh, guy. Oh yeah. But he's a very big one. guy. He's a, he's an NFL offensive lineman. So he's a big fella. Yeah. 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 Strong guy, you know. I think a little kid at the celebrity softball game that I was covering, like yelled to him, like, your biceps are bigger than my head. How are like I was gonna <laughs> I was about to be like, how are you with kids? Um, like, You've covered high school stuff, obviously. Like, How do you do that interaction? Because I know they've interacted with you before. And like, they interacted with me as well. I know there's a picture that will what, come up what, every year. What, do you, what, what, what age are we talking about? Like little kids? Um, I, I, or like I, high school kids that I covered? Oh, no. Like four, like four to ten. Like yeah. younger kids, I, I feel like they like me because I smile a lot <laughs> <laughs> and I look friendly. <laughs> I don't. Well, I was gonna say like I remember one um, specifically picture that will like come up on my timeline every once in a while, about every year. Um, of it, it was Peyton Croft, former Trick County coach, now at Mayfield, uh, boys coach. Like his, they, I was at a Trick baseball or softball game, and. I had my camera when I was still in, it was when I was still in Hawkinsville with the new era and his kid wanted to like learn how the camera worked. 
And so like I showed him like how to take a picture and like Peyton took a picture of me like showing him how to take a picture. And I, I felt like that was a cool thing just because I don't know. He's probably never gonna remember that, like in, in like ever. But I, I remember that. I think it was cool. Like, do you ever like any do you ever did they ever like say, Oh, like take our picture? Mr. Uh, not really. It it was mostly um like if I was interviewing like a younger high school kid and it was in like a small town that didn't get a lot of attention, like I'd mm-hmm. be standing there with my phone out recording the interview and their like grandparents or something might oh yeah 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 might like yeah, go over and that. take a picture or something. So it, it's more like of, of you doing the interview, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It it happened in like my first week ever. Uh I think I was in Manchester, Ohio covering a volleyball match. And I was just doing an interview with someone and their grandparent like took a picture of me doing it and I was like this is my first week ever being a professional sports reporter. I was like that makes me feel super special. Way more special than I was. Is there anything that like a parent or something has told you like a picture you took or something like that, that like they told you and it like, like made you feel good. Like I, I know one specific one in my head that I'm playing right now. Probably, but. Not so that. like mine is, um, I know it was when I went in, in Hopkinsville. I don't remember the specific year. It might've been the final, I think it was the final four year for hop, for Hoptown uh, boy soccer. And I took a picture of Tyler Greenwell um, and his brother after a win and they're like holding each like it's like the side view of them and like you have like two faces and like they're facing each other and they're both like holding each other's head and like his mom messaged me like one day randomly was like hey Tyler's got this like photo like in his dorm and I was like <laughs> I'm like holy I'm like that's that's cool to me that's like I always feel like we say that what we do matters or does it matter? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. My bad. I don't mean to make every sports writer feel like what they're doing is good or valuable to society because it's not. Because, you know, we feel like what we're doing is shit 90% of the time. But I do feel like there are those moments that we you do remember why you accept shitty pay why you work long hours, like why you're stressed all the time. Like, I do feel like there are days that are like, man, like, and it's after, and it's after a day that is awful. It gets the worst. And you're like, I'm going to drink myself to death. And I like, you wake up super hungover and you're like, I got to go to this in the middle of nowhere gym at 9am to talk to this kid. And you talk to that kid and then like your whole, your whole like day changes. No, I know that feeling. I, I do get what you're saying there. You know, it does it does matter what we do or what I do. You don't do it anymore. I'm but maybe somebody wants to hire. But yeah, you just don't you don't recognize as much. You don't recognize as much in the moment as you you wish. You right, did. right, right. We only we in the moment we only think about holy Beating crap that man. deadline. I wrote 800 words four people are going to read this story. <laughs> it's like, I spent nine hours on this, like reporting and like writing and all that. Four people are going to read it. Yeah. That's the most disappointing thing sometimes. It's like, you feel like you write a really good story, but if it's not a, like a subject or a person that people are super interested in, 
it won't do as well performance wise. Right. Like you could write this the best story ever about, you know, a lacrosse player or an archer or something that had the the best background story and it wouldn't matter as much as a hundred word brief about something random. Right. Or not that it wouldn't matter as much, but it wouldn't get as much attention. Or or how like and this is an episode for another day, but like how fast food stories go. Like I remember whenever I was in Owensboro, like there was a story about it the like Chick-fil-A it's like getting a bigger parking lot or something. Like, heck man, like that could have like broken our sight. <laughs> like people love it. People love hearing about Chick-fil-A, love hearing about Jesus' chicken and, and all that, man. Like it, it's delicious. Don't get me wrong. Well, but I can't I can't say anything because Don Surgent, who is like our business writer at the Daily News, I read his stories more than probably anybody because he writes a lot about the new businesses, um, you know, that come to Bowling Green. So do you so I remember whenever I was at the New Era, I don't know if you guys do this, um, that like I would always remember, and I don't remember what it is now, but like what day the restaurant like health inspections like come in and I would go through all the new ones and just to, like make sure like don't go here. Oh man, I need to go here. I don't want to go here. And like I would go through before we would put them out and and just to like make sure. Is that bad? I no, is that bad? Because I, I see I see like the ones in Lexington pop up sometimes and I'll we'll look at them and be like, Yep, that one checks out. It's it's not Drake's on Tate's Creek, is it? Isn't that where we go? Is it Tate's Creek where we go or uh I don't know. I haven't been there a hot minute. I just know because it's always close to the track complex. So, Jared, who is your prize pig of the week? I think I'm going to go back home for this one. Don't do this very often. But there's a young basketball player around where I'm from. That's a good one. About, about two towns over. Um, you know, one of those towns doesn't have a whole lot. Um, you know, sm- really small. You said your town had a couple uh, thousand people. That's a that's a that's a butt ton. But continue. Not compared to normal places. But anyway, recognizing this week uh, a young kid, class of twenty twenty five basketball player from Newport, Maine, Cooper Flag. He was playing in the FIBA U seventeen World Cup, um, you know, basketball tournament this past week. They beat Spain in the final in the championship game earlier today, and he's been really blowing up on you know twitter on social media it could just be because i have a lot of main people on there um but i've seen it from you know people in kentucky i've seen it from national people uh, in the championship game he had 10 points 17 rebounds two assists eight steals and four blocks he's just stuffed the stat sheet i believe he's got offers from like duke maybe iowa and michigan um you know just 15 years old and you don't see a lot of basketball players from the state of Maine and, and basketball players um, what are you guys you know, good playing, at playing at that level. What are you guys good at up there? Is it hockey? Sir. What? No, not a lot of, not a lot of high schools in Maine have hockey because there's not that many people and hockey is an expensive sport to have too. And it's just not in a lot of budgets. So yeah. what's the, what's and the big sport? Hockey, there? I, don't, I don't think I'd say there is one. It's not like, you know, well, what, 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 it's like, Oh, sweet 16 basketball or like Alabama or 
any of the southern states in football or baseball. It's just we play, have fun. <laughs> Everybody not many, has of, a good not time. many of us are going pro. Not many of us are going D1 because there's only one D1 school in the state. There's no D2. You know, you don't have the prevalence of the NAIA schools like you do here in Kentucky. So that's true. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go kind of far too. But I'm gonna go to the um, professional ranks, and it just happened today, actually. But um, Jared, I don't know how much you follow the St. Louis Cardinals, but it has been a pretty pretty rough week. Pretty rough week. Um, have, haven't scored a lot of runs. They they have come at a premium, is what you and the biz would say. Um, but today. Thankfully, in all his witchcraft and wizardry, Miles Michaelis decided to take Sage and burn it at the at, at Bush Stadium today and to cleanse it of the evil spirits and the Cardinals beat the Phillies today. So, I mean, a few years ago, in I say a few years ago, 10 years ago, um, we had the rally squirrel, which came up. And was it and was a thing that led to Game Six of the 2011 World Series? That was the greatest game of all time, which you could hear about on a new podcast called Goat Game coming out soon. Um, <clears throat> but thanks. Um, but yeah, um, I, I think this is kind of a similar thing. So shout out Miles Michaelis to using that fun sage magic to get rid of those evil spirits. When you said and you were get- going to go kind of far away, I thought you were going to say Zach Wilson. No, man, Zach Wilson. He's moved up to number two in the AFC East quarterback rankings. He might have been two before, but he's definitely solidified the two spot now. Do Okay, if you guys don't – okay, I'm going to read a tweet, so it's not on me, so it's not my fault. If you have children, you should probably, like, turn it down or something. Um, But – so this is um a Twitter account that I see – that, that I saw kind of break down the whole Zach Wilson thing. And I think it's great. So if you, for those of you who don't know, Zach Wilson is the quarterback for the New York football jets that um, small thing. They don't actually play in New York. They actually play in New Jersey. There's only one football team that plays in New York. I don't know if you know who they are, Jared, but we can go over that later. But so Zach Wilson came out today that um, he's a dog and uh, so this is what it says. So Zach Wilson and his girlfriend, Abby broke up. But then she started dating his best friend from BYU, Dax Milne. But then it came out that Zach was also hooking up with his mom's best friend. That would have been a good one, too, though. Yeah, I don't know how we can continue uh, have any other topics of conversation. I will say, that's the most explicit episodes. we've gotten in 20 episodes. Yeah. It's mostly just been a lot of talk about sports and me. I've had a lot of people say they're like, oh, yeah, I don't want to like hear about sports for 30, 40 minutes. And I'm like, it's really not. Really? Like, there may be like sports for a little bit. Why would they listen? Then? Like, well, I feel like we don't always talk about sports. I feel like some people would be the total opposite of that, too. I feel like we're going to get more sports oriented here. Well, in like yeah, three I feel weeks. like. Oh, OK. I did not know where you were going with that. Yeah, you assume it. You know what happens when you assume? 
Well, that's all the time we've got this week. So thank you guys for uh, stopping by for week 20. See you next week.